Pittsburgh, a city known for its brooding gothic horror. Between these three rivers flow rivers of blood, where they'll put french fries on your sandwich at Pramani Brothers or blood in your vodka at Elysium. This is the Stream of Blood podcast, and you're listening to Vampires of Pittsburgh, our ongoing Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. You can watch our game streamed every week at twitch.tv forward slash stream of blood. Drink deeply, my friends, and enjoy. Hey, welcome, SOBs, to the Stream of Blood. I'm Jared Logan, your storyteller, game master, keeper, uh, and uh, impresario. And I am so excited to welcome you to a new season, a new direction, uh, a new storyline for our Vampires of Pittsburgh Chronicle. This is Vampires of Pittsburgh Lockdown. Uh, We have all kinds of new surprises for you, including new players, which we're so excited to introduce to you. Let's get into the game first by introducing our players. You know him. You love him. He was the only person to survive the last session of Vampire. I mean, uh, he was the his character was the only one to kind of get away from that horrifying battle at the Cathedral of Learning. Um, as the haunted veteran, Curtis Krieger, please welcome my friend Ross Bryant. Oh, hey, Jared. Uh, good to see you. Uh, hey, buddy. Wow. Uh, what, a, what a lovely introduction. I, I know normally I, you catch me reading a book, but um, mm-hmm. I, I, I also collect uh, cassette tapes. Oh, and, neat. Um, but, uh, so I'm just reading the liner notes of some of the music that's been getting me through the last uh, uh, month since March. Um, uh, because I've become a sort of a, a, a death metal fan in that time, more so than Oh, normal. yeah. Who do you and, like? Uh, so just just this is a shout out for the band Command from Los Hell Angeles. Hell yeah! Um, and uh, much like the world of darkness, um, this is a terror escape. <laughs> um, so Hell yeah! So uh, um, big ups. That's a to, great title for an album. Yeah, um, this I think is a, a a concept album of sorts about about you know terror. <laughs> and, uh, sure. But uh, uh, highly highly recommended. And my buddy uh, Sam plays drums in it. So uh, oh, incredible. Yeah, I love um, death metal and uh, black metal. Um, I also find that some of the other people that like it are the nicest people I've ever met. They're just True. like yeah, big uh, sweethearts. Just just like, yeah, huge, huge teddy bears. <laughs> yes, and I like to listen to it while I, while I work because I can't really make out any of the words. So I can write while I'm just, you know, you're in the twilight world tonight. I'm like, this I think I made out uh, Eldritch Contagion. Or- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it really kind of, uh, I, it keeps me awake and keeps me kind of working when I'm working. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I know. Um, have you ever listened to the Radical Research podcast? No, you should check them out because um, like I know nothing about music. My parents, when I was growing up, owned two albums and one was the Jim Neighbors Christmas album. <laughs> Jim Neighbors is who played Gomer Pyle. And then Ooh. they also they also owned an album called the best of the band Bread, the best of Bread. So I knew nothing so about music. You see that, that punk's not dead in uh, West Virginia. Uh, it, it might. It might truly be dead in West Virginia. But 
you know, uh, I love listening because I know nothing about music. I love listening to people talk about it. And so you can listen to this radical research podcast where they talk about music and the whole time they're like, this album's very textured. Um, I love the grind of it, uh, you know, and I'm always like, I love their vocabulary while they're doing that. I love it, too. I love people who can talk about a music like metal, like a sommelier talks about wine. (laughs) Yes, it's lovely. Um, Well, tonight's Chronicle uh, restart or refocus or new new direction promises to be very metal. I'm going to bring in uh, our next uh, player. Uh, I'm really excited to have him. You know, he uh, is one of the stars of the recent HBO Max series. It just got a second season called Raised by Wolves, where he plays Father. You might also know him from the Assassin's Creed uh, series of video games. Uh, What? A mensch, what a great guy. Uh, I got to meet him uh, before we started playing, and um, I'm excited to bring him into our Vampires of Pittsburgh universe. Please welcome Abu Salim, everybody. Hello. Hey, man. How's it going? <laughs> it's good. good. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely frightened for what you're about to throw me into. Uh, uh, I'll, be, I'll be honest. <laughs> you should be. Uh, it's going to be it is it's going to be a terror scape as as ross has warned you yeah um what do you what kind of music do you like to listen to while you work abu oh man you know i'm i'm really into like uh game soundtracks like the osd games like i and it's so funny like i'm I'm obsessed at the moment with uh, the new hades uh soundtrack um i you know i train to that stuff i just write to it like I don't know, man. That, that it's it's game soundtracks, which are, are for me like it, that's that's the winners. Yeah, that's awesome. amazing. Yeah, I like that too. Um, also, you've just uh, given your bona fide dork credentials as well. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, um, that's that's great. And then um, I, you know, what another thing I love that's like super nerdy, but I love is uh, anime soundtracks. Oh, sometimes they can be they can catch you off guard, though. Do you know what I mean? Like they can really. They can really catch you off guard. Like I've had, I've had moments where you know you'd be listening to a track and then it would really sort of take a turn that you don't expect, and you begin weirdly enjoying it, and you want more. I know exactly what you mean. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're so like they're so like sincerely many of them, not all of them, but many are so sincerely melodramatic. Yeah. You know, yeah. When, uh, yeah, it's operatic, and then suddenly it's like spaz metal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this, yeah um, it's wild, but uh, hey. well. Um, uh, I'll be listening to some of that this week because you just reminded me how much I love them. Um, look, uh, I we you have incredible character, Abu. I want to introduce people to the character in the show. So, what do you guys say? Should we play a little bit of Vampire the Masquerade? Oh, I have one more thing before we do that. You're probably wondering where's Ashley Birch, and maybe you're even wondering where is Jen Brown. Did Jen Brown survive the battle at the Cathedral of Learning two weeks ago on this stream? I'm not telling you shit. You just have to keep (laughs) watching. Have to keep watching, and you'll see what has befallen Jen Brown. Uh, But I do promise our good friend and talented, talented improviser and player Ashley Birch will be here very soon. All right, gentlemen, are you ready to, to get into the game? Absolutely. I, yeah. I, I, I think so. <laughs> okay. Um, I, can't, I can't wait to take your role-playing cherry, Abu. Here we go. Uh, let's head right into a game of Vampire the Masquerade 5th Edition uh, by setting the scene one year later. 
So, um, it's been a year since the events of episode 30, since the events of the Battle of the Cathedral of Learning. And uh, I want to start our game with Curtis Krieger. And if anybody's new to the show, uh, Curtis, could you, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Ross, could you just tell us a little bit about Curtis? And, and then go ahead and tell us where he is right now in his, okay. in his unlife. All right. Um. So if you if you saw Curtis on the street, you just think, uh, ah, here's just some 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 random street guy. Um, he's a wiry, furtive um, uh, fellow. But um, Curtis uh, in in life was a, um, a a veteran of foreign wars. Came back from the war in Afghanistan, uh, struggling with post traumatic stress and um, injuries, and uh, and sadly spiraled into uh, opioid addiction. And became a sort of a rabble rouser as far as how the government treats uh, veterans after they return from combat. And it was this that caused him to be turned by the Anarchs into a vampire. Um, after his uh, his journey into into the storyline thus far, he's been through many. And you can and you can watch a thus far story, our story thus far video that we've put up on YouTube if you want to know how he you know the story thus far. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. The whole whole background there, if you if you wish to see it. But um, uh, after the catastrophic attack at the, uh, at the Cathedral of Learning, where he believes his friends are dead and gone or d disappeared, um, and the Anarchs potentially may turn against him, the Camry is cracking down, uh, Curtis fled Pittsburgh um, in the company of his ghoul, Brad Lockwood, his former heroin dealer. Um, who he has in an ironic um, turn of uh, um, uh, delicious vengeance, who he has made an addict of his own blood to bond him to him. Yeah. And so I'd like to set a scene. Uh, I'd like to set the scene that, Curtis, uh, you are at a Flying J truck stop outside Middletown, Ohio. And uh, there are two uh, characters with you. One is your ghoul. As you said, your former heroin dealer who's now addicted to your own blood, but he's not a full vampire, so he can kind of move about during the day, take care of you. And what you guys have is this white panel van that he can kind of just put you in the back of at night. There's no window, no light can get in. Uh, and so you're safe during the day. Uh, and he, you know, because he's addicted to uh, your your magical vampiric vitae, he follows you around. He does errands for you. There's someone else with you. And that is your touchstone, your the mortal who's important to you in life, which is your uh, your old army buddy, Craig. Ooh. And um, last time we saw Craig, he was kind of going downhill in terms of his recovery. And uh, Vampire the Masquerade being a game of mature themes, I'm afraid these gentlemen have gone a little farther down the path away from recovery. And so uh, you guys have been driving from town to town trying to get a fix. You're, you know, uh, Craig of perhaps drugs, uh, you, Curtis, of blood, because blood. vampires are all addicts in a way. Mm -hmm. um, and right now you are in this Flying J truck stops bathroom and uh, Brad is going through all of the junk you guys have to see if there's any shit that you could pawn. <laughs> because you guys need money. You need money for gas. You need to get to the next town. And so. He's taking everybody's stuff out of this dirty old duffel bag and he's throwing it up onto the the, the sink of this uh, disgusting bathroom in a truck stop. And he's going through it and he's like, 
think we could get any money for this. And he holds up like a shitty watch with a plastic band. Yeah, I doubt it. I don't think you're going to find many buyers. Well, fuck, man. I mean, we're going to be stuck in the middle of fucking nowhere if we don't fucking put some money together somehow, man. And then Craig, dude, he's 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 tweaking out, man. See that Craig is kind of like over in like the corner and he looks like he's a little bit outside of himself. You know what I mean? He's that he's a little disassociated. And you you notice you know the signs of someone who who really wants who wants the substance that they're addicted to. So um, you're so in this bathroom. Yeah. Just to step out for a sec. This means, does this imply that I've revealed the nature of our situation to Craig? That okay. is up to you, but I'd say it's probably uh, pretty it's hard to hide it. <laughs> probably pretty hard to hide yeah. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. All right. Um, okay. Um, oh. I don't know if there's anybody there's, desperate times might be calling for desperate measures here, Bran. Um, I know I, um, you know, I don't like to um, call down more heat on us than is necessary, but um, if we got to lighten someone else's load, if they're uh, maybe a little, um, if they could spare it. Oh, you want to get into muggings now? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. There's not even anybody out on the fucking street, dude. Is, and is there no one? It's, it's, it's empty. Yeah, in the of the I night? should I should mention that it is. It's not just that it's the middle of the night. It's April of the year 2020. Now we've moved the timeline of the game forward one year. <laughs> People are staying inside, of course, out in the middle of nowhere in Middletown, Ohio, as was true in our own world and is true in this, the world of darkness. People are moving out a little more out in the country. They, they you know, they have a little bit of different way of dealing with the pandemic. So um, you're having trouble finding a blood supply. And in fact, I'm going to roll for your hunger right now. You're at a four, Curtis. Jesus. OK. Um, now, I'm keep in mind when you ravenous. are. Yeah, you're ravenous, and so is Craig. Um, uh, come on, man! Don't you have anything else? Like, let's just get some money together, man. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to fucking point a gun at somebody. Let's just like buy a cheeseburger for Craig and me. We, we, we don't gotta go violent yet, man. Yeah. Um, how many people are working at the at the Flying J? I mean, there's like a one person at this big truck stop. It is kind of late at night, and like. You know, they've shut down the subway <laughs> that's like part of the uh, Flying J truck stop. Um, so it's just, you know, one person kind of running the convenience store and gas station part of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm like, you know, you got to do something. And I'm looking at uh, looking at Craig and he's got to do something like uh, he's kind of looking like a delicious steak right now. And um, he's like. Don't look at me like that. No, man. I know what you're thinking. Of course not. Are we in the, how far in the middle? How in the middle of nowhere are we? Like Middletown, Ohio is in the middle of Ohio. It is a community. It's not, it's not nothing. It's not like a, a village of a couple, uh, 
buildings. It's it's you know it's got a, a downtown and things like that. You guys are on the outskirts though. If you're at the truck stop, would there be would there be a uh, 24 hour situation like a Walgreens or a Rite Aid or a... yeah yeah um, you're almost out of gas, but yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. I just um, I go to uh, I I just uh, like okay. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Just go fill her up. Okay. Um, so uh, he's going to use the last bit of uh, you're going to use he's going to use the last bit of money to fill up the gas station, uh, the the truck, the van. Right? Is that what you're saying? I didn't say that. I said to fill it up. <laughs> what do you What do you want him to do? Just pump. Start pumping the gas while I go and have a conversation. With oh, the right. The okay. Yeah. He's like. All right, man. And he starts pumping gas. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I walk up to the, uh, to the guy in the, um, at the it's desk. It's a woman. Or woman. Hey, She's uh, not wearing a mask. <laughs> She's behind some like. I have my partition. I have my mask on. Um, just to, <sighs> but if she could see behind it, she'd probably, she'd see. <laughs> um, right. Anyway. <laughs> Hey, I'm sorry. Um, my fr- my my friend's a little car sick. I think you made a mess in the in the uh, in the men's room. You gotta. I don't want to trouble you or anything. You got a mop or something? I'd be happy to take care of it. Um. Uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a mop in that utility closet over there. I walk. Okay. Um. I walk over to it. Hey, it's locked. Ah, uh, it's there's it's locked. Yeah. Could you come over here and unlock it for me? I promise I'll be really God, quick. Fucking goddamn it! You hear her mumbling. She comes out. She's got a ring of keys. She walks up to the utility closet. She looks at you, and I want to know: Have you gotten pink? <laughs> I feel like I've been on the run for. I didn't say I did, Jared. Um, that's okay. I'm not going to count. So, um, uh, just to let Abu know and remind anybody watching vampires look like dead bodies, unless they use a rouse roll, just roll one die and see if they get hungrier to give themselves the blush of life. Uh, at hunger for Curtis, I think, I think you're wearing the blush of life right now. I'm not going to call you on that. So, um, uh, she kind of looks you up and down for a second and I just want to see if how suspicious of you she is. Okay. She uh start she she looks suspicious of you. She looks like she's a little bit on your on her guard. So she doesn't quite come all the way forward until you like she's kind of giving you the body language of you need to move back a step. Yeah, I understand six <laughs> feet, right? <laughs> she unlocks uh she goes to unlock the cabinet and it just kind of comes open. It wasn't locked. Ah, damn. I could have sworn I and then I, I could have sworn it was. And I grab the knob, and as I do, I push her into the closet and uh, and shut the door behind me. Um, suddenly, Brad comes running into the uh, the convenience store. He comes running into the gas station, and he's holding up uh, a smartphone. And you recognize the smartphone. You haven't looked at it in a while. It's the one that Jen Brown gave you like over a year ago when she gave all, all members of like 
your mm-hmm. group a phone to keep in touch with you. You, I mean, it went dead. You've been moving around. You've been ignoring this thing. And he's like, Kurt, check it okay. out, man. Okay, can I can I can I shut her in the closet? Is there like a wedge sure. or something I yeah. can? I can There's cram a broom on? right there. Great. <laughs> hey, Drake, what are you she's... doing, man? Pound, pound, pound. Yeah. Um, There's cameras, like, dude. What are you we're gonna, doing? We're gonna be out of here soon, and no one can see my face, man. It's the beauty of it. Um, we gotta uh, go right fucking now. Don't do what, what I think you're gonna do, Kurt. <laughs> and I, what the hell are you showing me? And I, don't interrupt me. And, uh, he goes, I-, I powered it up in the car to see if it was good enough to pawn. Look. And there's a message in your grouper app. What? Uh, and the message is from Jen Brown. What? And it says, uh, Curtis, come back. I need you. Squirrel Hill Theater. The date and time are from just a moment ago because when the phone repowers up, it dates every, you know, text or message you get from the time, you know, you get it. So this thing's been depowered for weeks, maybe a month or two, and you just got this message. I hand the phone back to him and I'm like, finish pulling, finish pumping the gas and get ready to drive. No, Kurt, don't. No, I no. Out. Yes. All right. Yes. And um, and then uh, I uh, pull myself together, and then maybe the, just the last thing you see is like taking the mask off as he turns through the closet, and it's like it's like <sighs> opens the door and walks in. Uh, it sounds like you're going to feed on this woman. Yeah. Um, are you going to I'm quite feed- hungry? Yes, of course. Are you going to feed um, how how many how many uh, hunger are you trying to remove? Are you uh, are you trying to control yourself? I'm t- I'm trying to I want I want to feed but not kill. I want to, so let's drop. I want to drop like three hunger if I can. Um, I think that the safest you can do without hurting her is two hunger. So be it. So that leaves you at two hunger, uh, and I want to know. Uh, what you do next. Uh, so, so, so just, I think we do cut away. Curtis goes into the closet. The closet door shuts. There's like a, ah, oh, on that, uh, you know, utility closet door. And then we cut to what is Curtis doing next? Um, in the car, uh, who is this? No answer. Um, um, can I, can I, can I roll, uh, is there a, a role I could make to see if there's some, some piece of information that I could a- ask that only the two of us would know? Um, yes, you can. Um, that makes sense. Sure. Okay. Ross, Ross isn't really, Ross isn't the player. Isn't like coming up with it at the moment. No, that's um, okay. If there is such a thing. Um, Um, would that be like wits? Uh... Um, yeah, I think so. I think that like uh, wits plus um, intelligence. Let's do. Let's just do do two attributes. So, how many dice does that give you? Five. And oh, that's a good. That's a good score. And uh, give give me two successes or more. Okay. Okay. 
failure. Really? I only um, got one success out of all that. Well, here's what I'm going to say. You know, I, I think that a character can remember things, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So maybe you aren't as strategic as you'd like. It's not foolproof, but you basically ask, who did we send with Cross to to uh, meet Jessica Mays? Uh, this is a random fact I'm pulling from our old, you know, our last series, our last season. And um, you get the answer back, Dylan. Okay. So that checks out as like Jen Brown. Like only she would know that basically. Okay. Um, I'm going to cut away. Change your plan, Brad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think. Turn back towards Pennsylvania. What? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Craig's like, we got to stop. We got to find, we got to find a place where I can get high, man. We're going to deal with you. You, You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay, Craig. All right. He slumps back in the back seat. Like, you know, you can't even see him now. The shadows are covering his face. And Brad goes, Pittsburgh? Yeah. He pulls out of uh, the parking lot and heads toward the city of Pittsburgh. Um, let's meet Lucius Ali. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lucius. Mm. Uh, Abu, your character is Lucius Ali. You and your sister, Clara, mm. uh, you fled the fall of London a few mm-hmm. years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And for years, you've been searching for your sire. Indeed. Who embraced you and disappeared. Mm-hmm. You tracked her to the States and you followed her through a series of East Coast cities, Boston, New York, Atlanta. Finally, the trail has led you here to Pittsburgh. Of all places. Of all places. This shithole. <laughs> um, you arrived a few weeks ago. Uh, the city was in an uproar over a series of purported leftist acts of terrorism. And then shortly thereafter, the pandemic hit. And everything went into lockdown. There are no people on the street. There are no vampires on the street. Pittsburgh is quiet as a grave. And you are very hungry. Let's find out how hungry. (laughs) Your hunger is at three. Okay. Not great. Not as bad as the card that our friend uh, Curtis drew. Now, I would like you to just tell us a little bit about Lucius and uh, we know his storyline, but tell us, you know, what he looks like, how he carries himself and tell us a little bit about his sister and, uh, and tell me what you would be doing right now. Are you, are you focusing on hunting your sire or are you focusing on getting fed? Let me know. Yeah, I think, uh, so right now the, the aim is to find my sire. That is the ultimate aim. Um, of course everyone has to eat and survive. Well, I'm dead. So didn't really do that first (laughs) part. Right. But uh, yeah, that's the aim. And I think, um, you know, a bit about Lucius. Lucius is, you know, he's a doctor. Um, well, he was, he's a young, he's a young doctor uh, who grew up in London, wanted to do more for humanity and, and, and achieve more. And one night, one fair, one un, unhappy night, he was uh, <laughs> attacked and uh, turned. Now, again, that night was full of booze, full of alcohol. You don't really, he didn't, he can't really remember much about it. 
But what he now remembers or what now haunts him is this this hunger, this feeling of of disgust, not only at himself, but just that this, you know, this new world that has now presented itself to him. And so he with his sister Clara, Clara is um, she was pretty much a not necessarily a nobody. She she was going places. She was too intelligent for for the society and the space in which she lived in. But now she, you know, she was close. She was she was not in the greatest of places, let's say, in, uh, socially. But now with his sister, um, who knows very much what has become of his uh, of her older brother, now they both work together in order to sort of quell this 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 thirst, this hunger of his, <laughs> in many in more ways than one, and. Uh, ultimately knows that his goal is to find the person who made him and his sister being as loving as loyal as she is has decided to go on this almost suicide mission with him and it's and it's been a quest you guys have been traveling around for a little while quest it's been a quest um if you'd like to know what you found out about your sire at some point you can you just ask me i can tell you what lucius has found out but and and now you get to hear me butcher uh the uh your your accent abu um, as as i play as i play uh your sister clara and she says fantastic she says so lucius oh beautiful are we um are we going to run the usual routine there's no one on the streets. I know, isn't that beautiful? Isn't that quite lovely? But yes, we have to. We need to. Well, then we need to find some people. I know. I know, but I don't know where. I don't know where. <laughs> this place is a pile of shit. <laughs> New York or anything else. Yeah, it's not... It's not London, is it? No, no, it isn't. Right, right. Well, we'll start. Let's start. Um, let's start at. Uh, do they have pubs here? Pubs? Do they call it pubs? I don't know what they <laughs> fucking call it here. I think they let's, call them sports bars. Sports bars. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Okay, let's go. Um, and so, um, you guys are like literally just walking on foot through. Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, maybe you came by train or but it's shortly after you arrived, all of a sudden the news all over, you know, in the bus station or wherever the train station was was flashing things about the pandemic. And almost overnight everybody disappeared. And then it was time to kind of get you squared away for the night, Lucius. So you guys found a bolt hole Lucius could hide in. Um, he's living rough, but Lucius also has a resources of three. So if Lucius wants to uh, he doesn't have to live rough. You let me know what works for Lucius in terms of how he set himself up. But but right now you're literally walking the streets and you're going past these sports bars and there's there's no one in them. There's like literally like tape across them. Some of them are boarded up. And oh. up ahead, you see um, a fire, a huge fire reaching high up into the sky. An entire building is burning, and you see a bunch of emergency vehicles out front. Um, and uh, Clara looks at you and says, good Lord, what's happening up there? I don't know, but it's a beacon. Let's go. Um, and so uh, you approach uh, the fire, and you know, you, you've, you've been at this a couple of years, but 
there are still things about the vampiric condition that uh, surprise you over and over again. And one is that you have a fear of flame. Um, not a fear like in your head, but almost like a physical like reaction to it. One of the few things that can hurt a vampire. So you get about as close as you can without like kind of activating like a fear frenzy, like a flight reflex. And you and Clara are looking at um, these men who are like in these white hazmat suits uh, like with these big gas masks on the front and plastic shields. And they're literally on purpose burning this building down with flamethrowers. And there are some like cop cars and like, um, you know, other emergency vehicles, a fire truck near them. But you can see that a lot of the traditional emergency personnel, like firefighters mm. and police are just kind of forming a cordon so that these guys can burn the building down. Okay. And it's a nightclub. That's where Clara was kind of trying to take you is to mm. an area of town with nightclubs called Svengali. And as you okay. watch, it just is like going up in flames. Okay. I want to go. Um, right. There must be a back entrance around here. There must be a way around it. It might be the long way, but we need to avoid whatever is going on over here. They don't um, look friendly. Um, she says... Uh, Right, yeah, this has nothing to do with us. Um, let's get out of here. Um, yeah. So uh, as you're moving away, I'm going to allow you to make a wits plus awareness roll. Okay. So that and is... um, yeah, so you're going to add your pips in beside your wits attribute. Right. So that would be four, right? Yeah, and then, well, I can look actually, but um, and then your pips plus your awareness skill. Mm. For you, let's see, it would be... Uh, wits of two and awareness of two. So you get four. That's exactly yeah. right. So cool. uh, I'm going to say difficulty two. Oh, Jesus. Okay. And then my hunger is at three, right? Um, your hunger is at three. So you're, Brilliant. yeah. Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is getting, it says messy critical. Okay. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. It, it's not good, but it's okay. okay. So, so uh, basically, um, that fire really put you on edge, and mm -hmm. you and your sister start walking again. And you know that I I, ex I explain that flight reflex that vampires have with fire. Like you, you, all of your senses started to become really super heightened. There's a beast inside you if you're a vampire, and you yeah. started to feel really feral, and it kind of like set you like really on edge to where you were just like hyper, like uh, you know, aware of everything, and you. By someone watching this conflagration um, from a, a building across the street, she's kind of like sitting inside of a uh, like a doorway, like in the shadows. And you are positive this is kindred. This is a vampire. I go sprinting. I run. I charge. Um, um, this uh, woman is, uh, she's a tall black woman. She's dressed kind of like uh, goth chic, you know, with like a long like leather jacket and everything like that. And when she sees you running at her, yes. Um, when she sees you running at her, um, uh, immediately both of you suddenly go into frenzy mode because you are just like, ah, like coming at her. Uh, and I'm going to say, because you did a messy critical, there's no, there's no, you can't stop yourself from frenzying, Lucius. You're so hungry. You, the fire put you on edge. And then you saw this, this other predator 
in, you know, in the turf mm. you were walking around in, and she's gonna see if she also frenzies, and she does not. So she's like, she's like, whoa, whoa, down, boy, stop. Uh, as you like, kind of approach. Um, but I want to know what you do. What do you do to her? What's your name? <laughs> Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think that you can ask her that, but you um, smash her up against because you're frenzying. Yeah, you smash I'm, her I'm going for it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going for it. Yeah. Give me a brawl plus strength roll. That's three dice, uh, so it's all hunger dice. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Success. Okay, great. So you smash her against the wall, and you've got her up there, and she's kind of looking into your eyes, and you're looking into hers. And she's like, who wants to know? <laughs> Your savior. Well, that's an interesting answer. You see her eyes kind of light up and she's like, Your kindred. It's not safe here. Follow me. I can take you somewhere safe. <sighs> Is there people around me? Is there anyone around me? I mean, uh, only those people that are uh, burning the building down. Right. Um, and uh, Clara is now kind of jogging to catch up with you because you literally like flew across the yeah street to attack this woman. I bite into her. I feed. <laughs> um, you bite into misery. I feed. Okay, I mean, this is what you do. It's what you have to do. Um, are you trying to uh, slake all of your hunger, or are you being absolutely? I am. <laughs> I am going to go for it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um. Great. You need to make. I, I, luckily, I, I wrote down uh, exactly how all of this works. So, um, you need to. You need to, uh, you don't have to spend a, a point of willpower because you are obeying your ventru of prey restriction. Um, you will slake one hunger point for every uh, increased hunger you inflict on her. Um, and you need to give me a brawl attack with a negative two dice modifier. So give oh. me a strength plus brawl attack uh, at negative two. So you're rolling one die. Okay. One die. Mm-hmm. Okay. The difficulty is the difficulty is I'm gonna allow this to succeed if you get one success, but keep in mind this is all hunger dice. So yep. if you yeah. Good thing. So um this uh this woman, misery, uh well, she hasn't given you her name yet, but the second you um you bite into her. You can hear her kind of, uh, I mean, uh, like, she doesn't really scream. She kind of puts her arm around you and pulls you in close. Um, and um, I, you're going to keep, you're just going to keep drinking? Yeah, I'm going to keep drinking. Um, your hunger is down to uh, one. Her hunger, let's see what her hunger started at. Okay. Your hunger is down to one. Her hunger has gone up to five. She's in completely feral, uh, feral vampire mode if you let her go. Like, she'll be just nothing but a, a creature that needs to slake its hunger. But you can keep drinking a little longer, and you're going to put her into torpor. Are you doing that? No, I stop. 
Um, and let's see, she, she's just gone completely like kind of like the beast is taking control of her. And let's see what she does. Okay. Um, she um, is going to uh, begin attacking you. Uh, oh, and yes, here Brilliant. we go. Uh, we're going to go back and forth. Um, she is like extremely hungry. She's not trying to uh, drain you. She's just attacking you. Um, okay. Um, she is, got three successes. Uh, you can roll on the same turn to kind of like a fight back against her. Or what do you? Yeah. So basically, just to let me set the scene, you like kind of like we're like and stop before you like destroyed her before you put her into torpor. And when you pulled away, you could see that she was completely feral and she just lunged at you again like a wild cat. Mm. So um, she's got three successes coming at you uh, in terms of are you continuing to fight her? Or are you going to run from her? What are you going to do? I want to try and mesmerize. Ah, okay, great. Um, uh, mesmerize uh, is a role. It's going to be a little more difficult because she's in this sort of frenzying state. Mm -hmm. But I have it right here. Mesmerize, you need to roll your manipulation plus your three dots of dominate. Okay. Um, and uh, normally I would just I would roll her intelligence plus resolve, which I am going to do, but I'm going to give her two extra dice because she is frenzying. Um, so here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Okay. How'd you do? I got four successes. Oh, she got. Okay, she got a messy critical. So she wins uh so let's set let's set the scene what do you say to her how do you mesmerize her i tell her to stop and listen to me okay I, and yeah i need you i like just leave this leave this space right now it's not safe here. and um it's yeah it's not happening like she, oh, she's just completely feral but you have a bigger problem right now because uh, Clara goes, um, Lucius, because those guys with flamethrowers have noticed this fight happening and they're all moving toward you. Um, <laughs> um, around that time, um, I would like to bring in uh, uh, a car, a white panel van is moving by. Uh, <laughs> a ghoul is in the front seat of it and uh, of course they were also drawn to the fire they were kind of looking at it and then you guys uh, of course this is Curtis Krieger and his friends and you guys immediately see all of these like uh, hazmat suited guys moving toward the across the street like armed and moving across the street toward two figures that are kind of dark they're kind of in the lamplight up ahead it's hard to see what's happening Curtis what would you like to do Hmm. Okay. And uh, you can say onward to the Squirrel Hill Theater if you'd like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um so do, can I can I see I just see two figures through the through the window? You, you now that you look closer, you see that they're fighting. They're like struggling. Do I recognize either of them? Um yes. So uh looking closely in the lamplight, you see misery, um a Camarilla vampire. Uh, that you encountered, uh, you know, uh, a year, over a year ago. And she's struggling with uh, 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 
fairly well dressed man in the in the like street lamp light, while like a, a young woman uh, uh, kind of like looks back and is like like kind of screaming and like yelling at them to stop fighting. Um, and those hazmat suited guys are moving. They have about a hundred yards to cover, but they'll be there pretty soon. Um, hmm. I mean. Decision time. Decision time. Um, Okay, I'm I'm sizing this up. Vampire hunters. Maybe an anarch. Maybe someone who would allow me a favor. Um, And I'm just like, get between those guys and that, and that, and that group. Yeah. uh, Okay. So Brad's like, "Are you fucking nuts, man?" And uh, you need to give me like a command brawl to get him to do what you want. Uh, Great. Um, so command. Yeah. Well, I'd say like a leadership plus your, uh, charisma. Great. Or, yeah. And you can add two dice cause he is blood bonded to you at this point. There. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. It's good to have a goal. Uh, two successes. Okay. He's like, fuck, 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 fuck. And he just like, like drives in the van sort of almost sideswipes the guys in hazmat suits. They have to kind of like jump back. And now you are between them and misery and Lucius and Clara. Uh, and, um, let's, let's see how the fight is going between uh, Lucius and misery. Uh, Lucius, what do you want to do this round? She, you know, your mesmerizing didn't work because she's in like frenzy mode. So what would you like to do? I want to try and just keep her at bay, like push her away, because I don't want her to see Clara or go anywhere near her either. Okay, give me a strength plus brawl roll. She is, of course, going to roll to try to attack you. Yeah. Um, here she goes. Okay. How'd you three, do? Three successes. Okay, she did three successes. So you guys, basically what happens is you push her back against this white van that suddenly appeared, and you guys are just kind of holding there like stalemate for a moment. And so I ask uh, Curtis Krieger again what he would like to do. Um, You hear a bang against the side of your van. Uh, What would you like to do? The back of the panel van pops open. And maybe the first thing that that Lucius sees is a... um, pit bull a huge pit bull yeah (laughs) just like come around like and then and then stepping into the path of the pit bull is this wiry little guy who's just like get in here if you want to live fuck i try and move misery out the way and i and i take car and i put i try and get inside the van all i need is a uh you can make it a dex plus athletics roll that's three dice for you cool uh while she tries to keep you there and bite you three successes um she got zero successes she actually she actually had a um a botch not a not a uh, not a horrible one but a, a regular botch so you um you toss her aside you get into the van clara hops in with you and what next gentlemen um i yell it i yell it i hop in after him like ruby like hops up in and i'm just like drive you guys start driving like you you know he books that he pushes down on the gas of the van it screeches away um, as like these guys just open up on the van with their, their flamethrowers and it singes the back. You can feel a little heat in the back, uh, all of you, uh, cause you just got inside the doors. 
uh, and you start to drive away and you suddenly hear sirens go on. Um, now you have to lose these guys, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit up to our good friend, Brad Lockwood, who's in the driver's seat. <laughs> Always leave it up to a squirrely drug dealer. Uh, he's like, don't worry, Kurt, I got this. And he's like driving. You guys are getting knocked around the back and let's see how he does. He's, you know, he was your driver uh, earlier and he did okay before. Let's see how yeah. he does. Okay, he's not doing so hot. The cop, oh. uh, like there's like a cop <laughs> car behind you. So um, there's just like one cop car behind you. Um, they're kind of like keeping tabs on your white panel van. So what do you want to do, Curtis and Lucius? What do you want to do? No, oh, shit. Do you have, do you have a, a, a weapon or anything? Anything? Yeah, I got a weapon or two. And, um, and, uh, um, it's like, that's the way you want to go. I talk, <laughs> I throw, I throw you a, uh, a uh, 38 caliber revolver. <laughs> what the <laughs> What? As you see me pull out a shotgun. And it's like, you know how to use that thing? I'm going to learn. Uh, Craig picks up a rifle. Uh, and uh... Back door of the van <laughs> opens up. And it's just open season on the on the windshield of the cop car. So you literally you literally see as the doors go open, you see the cops. The cop car is close enough that you see their eyes go. They didn't realize that they had gotten themselves into this kind of situation. Uh, I want to do this one and done. Uh, if everybody can accumulate enough successes, and I'm going to call it, I'm going to call it seven. Uh, on their ranged combat rolls, this cop car isn't going to be able to follow you anymore. So um, you, Craig, and uh, Lucius uh, Curtis are going to roll your dexterity plus firearms. Lucius, for you, that is just your dexterity, which cool. is uh, three dice. But since you since you just said your character is <laughs> not good at using a 38, I'm taking another dice off of that. Roll two dice for me. Um, <laughs> you guys are trying to accumulate seven successes. Let's see how this goes. All right. Ooh, daddy. Mm-hmm. I'm loving this. I'm getting twos, man. Two. <laughs> Come on, twos. Um, how's five sound, Jared? Oh. Well, beside uh, your friend Craig's critical, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> so uh, basically, <laughs> like... Open up. <laughs> wait i want to see how lucius did lucius had your i got two mate just on the firing like this you, did you get two successes i got two successes oh nice i mean the the windshield shatters uh a, a, a tire blows uh like yeah. the cop car goes careening off the side of the road uh and smashes into like a storefront that's been boarded up and the white panel van escapes into the night what's our next port of call where are we going next where are we headed or, or, or you guys should probably have a conversation actually mm-hmm. um oh, thank you uh god i love america um <clears throat> yeah that was uh, some gi joe shit yeah. hey Luce. right <laughs> uh my name is uh, lucius uh what is your name Name's Curtis. So, uh, Brad and Craig. Yeah. Um, I never. Hi, what's up, man? I just give you the sign. I was like, don't, don't pay too much attention to him. Um, it's like, you new in town? 
<laughs> yes, uh, you could say that. Hey, so am I. For a while. <laughs> One hell of a homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm used to, used, used to the madness of it all. Really? Well, you'd have to be mad to go after someone like her. What do you mean? Do you know who you're biting off just then? No, I was... No, I... I don't know what came over me. I... Uh, wait, what, what, what's going on? What, who, 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 what was all the fires and... And the... And, and this, this, this sense of... Of danger? What, where, what's going on? Claire is like, yeah, I didn't think the Americans were taking the pandemic that seriously. Know where I've been. I've been in Ohio. No one's taking it that seriously. <laughs> but, um, it's, uh, yeah. And actually, as you drive, Brad's like, check it out, man. And you see, like, a bunch of buildings have, like, quarantine written over them. And then, like, they're all taped off. Like, you know, you've been, you've both been in a couple cities, you know, recently. I mean, uh, Lucius, you got here as the pandemic hit. But, but Curtis, you've been traveling around. You haven't seen any kind of response like this. There's, like... Mm -hmm literally tons of buildings that look like they've been like sealed off by the government or something like that. Here's what I think. Have you in your travels ever come across um, anyone doing a little blade cosplay? Anybody thinking that they're a vampire hunter? Uh, no, 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 none of, not, not to my knowledge. We've only had the misfortune of once or once, but um, this looks like a coordinated effort. This looks like something that Jen told me about. Jen? Who the fuck is Jen? Hopefully you'll find out soon enough. Um, and soon the van pulls up to uh, the little neighborhood of Squirrel Hill where there is an old theater. This is the address you were given in the grouper message, and it is a uh, charming one screen movie theater that looks like it's been shut down for a decade. There's actually an old faded movie poster for the film contagion uh, <laughs> out front. Uh, the marquee that, you know, there's like a, a, a single R hanging off of it uh, and it looks quiet and dark. Is there a um, place to conceal this now very hot vehicle? Um, yeah, Brad says that there. It looks like that there's a uh, alley on the side, although there is already a a car parked along in that alley. Um, yeah, we uh, we can pull in there, and um, and uh, yeah, pull in there. Um, you recognize this car, Curtis? I do. The, the Anarchs had a little fleet of cars that they used, and uh, this is like an old Nissan Altima. That you can tell by like where it has scrapes on it and stuff. This was one of the cars the Anarchs uh, used in their operations. Okay. Um, listen to me, mm. Lucius. Before we uh, move forward, I need to know what your affiliations are, and I need you to be honest with me. <laughs> I don't think anybody trying to attack misery in the middle of the evening. Misery. Is, uh, Who's misery? I figured you know you're the one with your teeth in her neck. One of the movers of the Camarilla here, so I guess you're not one of theirs. Well, not anymore. 
at least. Um, Lucius, I can tell you this. You know that your sire is uh, affiliated with this Camarilla or Camarilla. Um, And all you know about is that it's a conspiracy of vampires. Um, So your sire, and you also got a name. You know, you've been investigating this for years. Mm. Her name is Isabel Collins, and she's Mm. somehow affiliated with the Camarilla. And I, I can drop more clues that you've already found out as they become important but always feel free to ask me well no well, then, sorry Joe. let me uh, let me re- let me re-answer that let me answer that question again absolutely not well all i can tell the group that we're about to meet if they're in there they feel the same way fantastic so, but um i wouldn't count on them for uh shall we say stability um so if you're thinking of uh, freaking out again, don't. And um, and uh, I just turned to uh, Brad and I'm like, if anything pops off out here, text me. <laughs> All right, man. So I'm just watching the car again, huh? That's right. Clara goes, well, I'm going in. No, you're staying out here. You're not going are you? In. Are you kidding me? No, do I look like I'm joking? I'm not. Stay. Oh, I see. I play bait for you up and down the east coast of the States, but I'm not allowed to go into this little theater where they have their vampire club. Please, Clara, do me a favor for once and just stay. Please. She looks at Brad and Craig and looks at you like, you see who you're leaving me with? And then she gets up into the passenger seat of the car that Curtis has vacated plops down sort of pouting a little bit she'll be fine okay and i hop out of the car and give a little and ruby ruby yeah ruby your pit bull uh joins you um and there is a side entrance here um into the building would you like to and it looks like uh open it and it looks like it's like a padlocked um (laughs) oh that's a beautiful dog but ruby can get (laughs) Ruby would be able to get inside. Uh, Ruby would be able to like squeeze her way inside. It's like it's like an old, you know, side door for like people to take trash out of. And it's kind of like broken open, but someone's taken a big padlock and kind of like in a chain and kind of made it so, you know, a full grown man couldn't really squeeze in. But Ruby could, but we couldn't. That's right. Hmm. Okay. Um, there's no other methods of. Well, the, front, the front entrance and you could kind of go around if you'd like but it's a it's a padlock okay um yeah we go around I just want to uh, see okay so you uh you kind of uh, go down the alley and you come out to the street behind the building uh and you see that um there's like kind of like a storefront that's kind of attached to the same building uh for like uh, a cigar store on the other side uh, so, um, possibly you could go in through there and come in the back of the movie theater. You're not sure. Or you could go around to the front where there's, you know, the normal front entrance, or you could try that side door again in some other way. Are you sure they're expecting you? Or... Uh, the most that they ever could. Um, I look at the, uh, I look at the phone and I'm like, yeah. um, and, uh, I just, uh, text like, I'm outside. You get no answer. Um, and um, minutes are passing. And I think Lucius is reasonably getting, <sighs> wondering what's going on. All right. So, I want to 
I want to go in that that uh that side entrance possibly. Okay, so are you gonna work? Are you gonna work on that chain for a second, or send Ruby in, or what are you gonna do? Um, I mean, I don't know how to work on that chain exactly. What you said there was a storefront also, right? Yeah, you want to go up? You want to go into the front of the movie theater? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, so this is breakable glass here. Nobody has boarded this place <laughs> up. Uh, when you pull on the door a little bit, it is uh kind of locked, but. Uh, when you do that, uh, you guys can make a, a wits plus awareness roll again, and I want a difficulty okay. of three. Okay. Wits plus awareness roll, and then difficulty of three. Okay. okay. Um, what does it mean when you get? Okay, because it's it's it... right. So I put four um, difficulty of three. Okay. Yeah. Four successes. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. Right? So you got more successes than you needed because uh, it was oh, a difficulty okay. of three. So right. uh, Lucius, you spy like someone is peeking out of like the big auditorium doors to the theater. Like, so there's like, you know, a ramp up to the auditorium uh, past like an old concession stand that's been all cleared mm. out and you can see someone peeking through uh, and um, you can't quite see them because they're in the shadows, but someone is watching you guys. Hey, hey. and. I think someone's watching. I, I, who, I who failed. That. So I'm just like, hmm, huh? And oh, uh, you see, you see oh. it now, though, because Lucius saw it. And it is uh, Fauna, uh, the Nosferatu that used to work with the Anarchs. You know, um, she is, uh, uh, well, in her former life, an Indian woman uh, who is now uh, turned by the Nosferatu. So she has some like kind of strange, you know, monstrous features. All the Nosferatu clan share you know, this strange deformities of their clan. Um, and so she's kind of like looking out at you uh, and she doesn't quite recognize Lucius. Um, I, uh, if I can fall into her eyeline. She walks out of the theater and looks at you and you can tell that she's not sure if she wants to let you in. Mm -hmm. She looks at Lucius. Jim. What are you doing here? Keep your voice down. There's no one on the street. I, we. She comes all the way up to the glass and puts her hand against the glass and she looks in your eyes. She goes, what are you doing here? I was sent for. Sent for? Where is Jen? Jen sent for you? Yeah. She unlocks the door. I walk. I'll take you to Jen. Yeah. Hello, I'm comedian game master Jared Logan, and I'm letting you know that you can geek out about your favorite tabletop role playing games with me and my buddies on Stereo. No, Stereo isn't a boombox. It's a free app available in the App Store where you can listen to live broadcasts by your favorite comedians, creators, and commentators, and also interact with them by sending them your thoughts and questions in real time. It's kind of like an audio version of Twitch. And now our gaming show, The Stream of Blood, is offering you, Johnny Q Gamer, a new way to interact with us. Join us Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, for a live show on the Stereo app. 
Download the free stereo app and select Stream of Blood so you can connect with us whenever we go live. Go to www.stereo.com forward slash stream of blood to get started. Stereo users can listen and seek out topics and conversations that interest them. Sports, comedy, politics, or maybe what is the difference between a mummy and a mummy lord in Dungeons and Dragons? That's a conversation that would interest me. If you're an Android or Apple user, you can download Stereo for free. Create a profile and then you can submit audio messages to our show and make your voice heard. On the Stream of Blood, we'll be discussing game mastering tips and ideas for the ultimate tabletop campaign. Leave a message for us and let us know how you do it at your table. Listen on Stereo to Stream of Blood Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. Find us at www.stereo.com forward slash stream of blood. She walks you into uh, the auditorium and in the auditorium, you see Circe, which is another another woman, uh, you know, very punk aesthetic, half her head shaved, uh, a vampire of the anarch movement that you used to work with. Um, and you can tell just by looking at her, both of you, that she is quite hungry. When you guys come in, she's like, oh, Curtis. Hey, it's been a while. And the other person there is Dylan, uh, a mortal that was working with you guys. Um, she's also kind of sitting there watching you, and she's like, what are you doing here? Jen sent for me. What's going on? What the hell's going on out there? There's a, this is Thana. She's like, there's a pandemic. You didn't hear about it? No, I heard about the pandemic. Let me just say that nowhere else I've been is taking it as seriously as Pittsburgh seems to be. There's nowhere to feed. And your leadership destroyed a priceless artifact, our way forward. And this is what remains of the Anarch movement. We welcome any here who need solace and succor. You are welcome, kindred. She says Thank that to you. Lucius. Thank you. But, Curtis, you're not going to be happy. Well, let me just show you. She takes you out that side door you were on. She unlocks the padlock. She takes you out to the Nissan Altima. And she's like, before I show you, you should know that uh, Jen was pretty badly ripped up after the, the fight at, at Pitt University. Yeah, I know. I saw it. Circe and I, we, we, we rescued her body, and uh, it was healing. Even though she's thin blood, she has some of the same abilities that the rest of us have. But when she woke up, she, um, she tried to bleed Dylan dry. She, she attacked her. She, she tried to rip her throat out. So I'm sorry, but I decided to wait for Mary, for Mary to send us a sign before I, well, she opens up the trunk of the Nissan Altima. Inside, you see a big garment bag, and there is a form inside of it. Oh, God. 
She unzips the garment bag. Her wrists and ankles are bound with duct tape. But there, as pristine as the night she died, not a scratch on her, even though the last time you saw her, an enormous beast was ripping her flesh to shreds, is Jen Brown, as if she's been put in suspended animation, a dead body in torpor. Jen Brown, who, um, because she's a thin blood, doesn't need to you know, use the blush of life. But in this particular case, because she's in torpor, Curtis, she does look dead. She looks like a corpse. Do I know how to revive someone from this sort of thing? Well, I want to know. I think that you might. But I also want to know if you have an emotional reaction. And oh, you yeah. Say, I, I, think, I think maybe you see the, like, as, the, as, I, as that unzips, you see the, the blood tear. Um, you did this to save Dylan. Yes. You know, everything was well in hand until things went to shit. Where is Bob? I, uh, we think, uh, we think those guys in the, in the toxin suits, the, 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 the people setting fire to everything, we think they got him. Oh, you think they got him? They have a big camp that they're putting homeless people in. But we think they're taking kindred there, too. I want uh, you to roll your willpower, Curtis. This is all very fucked up. I mean, my willpower is back to... It's going to be your resolve, but actually, we decided you were doing pretty poorly, didn't we? Yeah. So, Curtis, your resolve is normally your composure plus resolve is normally four. So it's normally a four willpower that you return to at the beginning of an adventure. I'm going to roll my die and see if you end up with less tonight. No, you have your full four. Boy, going strong. Still, still killing uh, uh, <laughs> gas station attendants in closets uh, and keeping your wits about you. Yeah. How'd you do uh, in your willpower roll? Four successes. Great. Um. I don't think you're overcome. I think that you can think clearly. What do you want to do now? Because I can tell you one thing occurs to you. Jen Brown did not send that message. Right. Um, Lucius, so, by the way, you can roll your skill right now. You know mm, how to revive someone from torpor because yeah. you are uh, uh, a doctor. I think and, Curtis maybe even says, like, what I need now is a, is a doctor. Yeah. Um, right. Um, <clears throat> this is your friend. Yeah. She doesn't look like the type of person who would be, um, <clears throat> well, you told me she sent you a message, right? Someone wanted me to think she did. Right. I'll Donna go wake her up. She sent you a message? You mean in your dreams, right? Uh, uh, a vision, a sign. No. Donna uh, talks like this a lot. She's like a true believer of all the mystical mumbo jumbo of the vampires. Like, I just completely ignore her and I go to roll to try and say <laughs> just like, No, she, uh, she texted me. It was a text. Um. <laughs> Lucius, yes, you can do that. So mm. why don't you give me a medicine plus intelligence role 
Uh, and, um, you know, you've dealt with a lot of different vampires and kind of strange situations over the years mm. that you've been a vampire. So you might know how this works. Mm. Oh. Full successes. Okay. So Lucius, you know that it just someone of a higher blood, uh, like of a stronger blood than her. And she's a thin blood, uh, just needs to feed her a little bit of blood and that should awaken her. Um, if she awakened earlier on her own, it makes sense that she was completely feral and like starved. Right. Mm. But like if someone just feeds her a little bit of vampire blood, it should revive her. Uh, and it's, and is it, does it have to be like any blood, any vampire um, blood? It must be vampire blood and it must be blood of a, a higher blood potency. Okay. So what is that? So, okay. So higher blood potency. Okay. Yes, um, someone who's you know uh, usually a more elder vampire, or someone who ex- uh, who you who you would recognize as can heal faster. Okay. Um, so um, I turn to uh, to Curtis. I say, do you know if we have any um, elders in the group, elders around, or anyone? Um, of a. I mean, we 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 definitely used to. Um, does no, this... we haven't seen Mary since since you left. Mary's gone. We don't know where she is. But I have prayed every night for her return, and I know that she will come back to us. I am waiting for her signal, her sign, Curtis. Do I look at Tanda and, and like? Does she look like she could? <laughs> does she look old enough? Um, she doesn't look old enough. What I will say is that um, uh, you make one more uh, roll for me. Uh, this time I want you to roll your, well, roll the same thing, actually, Lucius. Six successes. Um, okay. Whoa. You are positive that this that Jen Brown, this woman you've just been introduced to, is of a lower generation than you or a lower blood potency than you. You are a blood potency to vampire. Now vampires don't walk around going, what's your blood potency? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's just a, that's just a rule thing. But for some reason, you're just certain that, uh, I mean, you know that whoever embraced you is a dangerous character who's been around a while. In fact, at one point, uh, right before you left London, you found a little evidence that she probably was embraced in the 1880s. So you are carrying around some some 19th century blood in your veins. Yeah. You and and you think you might be able to. So I'm going to then um, bite into my own wrist mm. and we, go over to go over to Jen you know, without. Shh, let me do this. Okay. Consider it a consider it me paying back you saving my well, saving Clara's life earlier. Go over to Jen, and I put my wrist over her lips. Um, give me a rouse roll, and that just determines if you get a little hungrier, um, my friend. So you're just going to roll one die, and if it's mm. a, if it's a success, you don't get hungrier. But if it's a failure, you get hungrier. Uh, zero successes. Um, so uh, raise your hunger by one. Okay. I think it was at three, then it went down, right? One, uh, down. and now it's at two. Yeah, it's at a two. Excellent. Okay. Uh, and so you guys watch as um, the blood touches uh, Jen Brown's lips. 
Uh, and suddenly, like miraculously, the corpse-like pallor starts to leave her. Like, like you know, the ruddiness of a living person comes into her face. And uh, not to put too fine a point on it, it's a, it's like something out of Snow White or something like that. Suddenly, um, her eyes open. Jen Brown, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> you find yourself um, bound in the back of a Nissan Altima with Curtis Krieger and this man standing over you. This man is feeding blood into your lips, Jen Brown. And uh, you're, uh, if he keeps feeding you, if he keeps making rouse rolls, your hunger could get lower. But right now it's at, oh, it's at a two. Manageable. A two. Okay. Because he's feeding you this higher blood potency blood. Because Lucius is feeding me, is it is it a more of a gentle wake up or is it like a <gasps> kind of thing? This is more of a gentle wake up. This is more of like the way vampires wake up their elders or wake up their friends who have gone into a voluntary torpor. Voluntary torpor. Okay. Some people go into voluntary torpor sometimes. Interesting. Okay. Um, so I'm seeing, I'm getting fed by this person. I don't know, but then I, I clock Curtis, I'm guessing, right? Mm-hmm. You do. And okay. Like a, and a, Curtis, and I'm just going to like hop up and like hug him. Um, uh, and yes. just be like, like start kind of like hyperventilating, not like I can, because I can't, don't need to breathe, but. And I can cut the, tape off oh right i guess i couldn't have um thana, thana is like it is a miracle yeah yeah oh Curtis, i don't you feel, dylan, a, you, feel a, you feel a tongue it's it's ruby like hey <laughs> um, dylan where where's dylan um is she she comes out of the shadows uh she comes out of the you know the doorway and uh, you can see jen brown that there is like and this isn't normal for a vampire's kiss, but you're a thin blood, so not all the rules apply to you. She's got sc- some scarring on her neck. I think uh, Jen hasn't had a panic attack in a while, and I think now's the time. <laughs> I, uh, think I, think she, maybe. I think she can't she can't hyperventilate, but I think she's going to start like just start freaking out. She sees the scar, she doesn't know what's going on, and she's just going to like. I feel like she's she's useless right now. She's going to start like seizing up and, and freaking out yeah let's let me see something so um uh she has a, a bestial temper which means that as a thin even though she's a thin blood she can sometimes frenzy and it doesn't necessarily mean like an anger frenzy you know if she's do you, do you think that she might go sort of um like the beast might take over and make her or do you think that this is just an emotional moment for her Oh, I guess is there is there a vampiric way to have a panic attack? <laughs> Rather no, than being like hard to be like You know what? I think I I think I shouldn't have suggested that. I think that the thing about Jen Brown is she's more human than the rest of them. So instead of suddenly having the beast take over, she's thin blood. So she's literally just hyperventilating, even though she doesn't technically draw a breath. Uh-huh. Um, and so um uh everybody's watching Jen like uh kind of you know go through this experience. Can I, can I, yeah, can I have Ruby, uh, in my Ruby, the pit bull is a a dog I fed my blood to. So we have like a simpatico connection and, uh, I want to kind of make her go into therapy dog mode. (laughs) I want to have Ruby just like curl up in Jen's like lap and kind of like, just look up in the most most tender way. Uh, okay, great. Uh, I think I'm just gonna then I go from like kind of clutching Curtis to sort of like around 
Ruby, and I think the blood tears are a coming, and they're kind of streaming a little bit. And I'm, and I'm sort of, it's okay, it's okay. And Dylan moves in, and she says, "It's okay. It wasn't you. It's okay. It's okay." And then it's I'm okay. gonna kind of pause. I think her breathing kind of slows. Curtis, where's Miles? Um, Lucius. Um, Clara is running forward from where the van is parked, uh, you know, a little ways away. And she's like, look, I'm sorry. I know you told me to stay in the van and everything, but who are these people? And that's when you see coming down one end of the alley is a tall figure in like a plague mask from the medieval, like kind of like plague doctors. Uh Uh, And that person brandishes two big knives and they're walking toward you um from the other end of the alley you see several um uh, men kind of coming around the side of the van they have like um like riot batons uh and they have like there's something off about like their coloration they're human right they don't look like living corpses but there's something off about like how wet their hair is or how large and like tired looking their eyes are um, there, there's something weird about them. And that's when suddenly a figure lands on the roof of the van, like on all fours, even though it is a humanoid figure. Uh, and you're looking at what's definitely a Nosferatu vampire who's like splayed and moving on all fours, who like looks down at you. So just to review the situation, huh. an alleyway. Welcome to I... 2020. Am I right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I didn't have this on my 2020 bingo card. <laughs> there is an alleyway that you're all in. It's it's pretty thin. It's probably maybe like uh, at most eight feet across. But there's a lot of trash cans and dumpsters and things back here that make it even thinner. Okay. Um, it, it goes for probably like uh, 100 yards either way. And uh, there is this side door that leads back into the theater that it doesn't appear that any of these newcomers have covered at at present. But um, there is a really badass looking person in a corpse mask coming down one end of the alley. And then on the end of the alley that has the, you know, the car that you're getting out of Jen Brown and the van, there are like these three guys with riot batons and the Nosferatu uh, kindred on top of the van. So I ask my players starting with Lucius Ali, what would you like to do? We need to get out. 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 Where do we go? go? Uh, Great. Um, uh, Does that mean you're just going to ask them or do you want to run? I'm just going to, I'm just going to tell Clara to, I'm going to point Clara to go towards that door. I said, go, go, go to the door, the, the, the entrance that is of course clear. And then I look back at everyone. I'm like, we need to move the fuck on. Okay. uh, Great. Um, What are you going to do this round? Curtis Krieger. Um, I'm just, I say, yeah, back, 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 back. And, um, and, and I try to cl- cover, cover everyone's. I love that into, and I whip up the, the shotgun and I'm just covering the, everyone's retreat. Okay, great. Jen Brown, what would you like to do? Uh, I think Jen's still recovering a bit, so I don't know how useful she's going to be, but I think she probably goes with Ruby to try to retreat, but I think as she's retreating, can I sort of scan to see if there's anything, anyone that I recognize or anything that seems relevant, pressing sort of, or anything that we haven't noticed that could be advantageous? Um, yes, that's a great idea. Um, in fact, 
you can um, scan the area for anything important, uh, and I'll have you make a roll for that in a second. Is that okay? Right. Yeah. Also, I want to be clear with you. You are completely healed. All of your health levels have been healed. Thank God. Uh, I mean, you've been in torpor for a year, um, so you 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 did manage to heal yourself, but you went into a deeper torpor at, at one point um, after they had to kind of lock you in the trunk. Do you um, know what okay. my default health is? What my, I actually don't I can remember. find it out really it's been easily. One for so long. That's okay. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to look at that for you. I have you at five. Great. Okay. Okay. Um, so, um, uh, so I'm just making sure I have everybody. Lucius, Jen, mm. Curtis, Donna, Clara, uh, Plague Mask, Nosferatu. And the riot baton guys. Okay, um, here we go. Um, I want to know. Uh, I'm, I want some rolls. So, uh, Lucius, uh, mm. you are going to you yell that at Clara, and she immediately starts moving into that doorway. Do you want to stay out here, or are you going to move toward that doorway? I am going to stay out here and try and help Curtis with my shitty shot. Uh, <laughs> what happens great if you're taking a shot i can let you take one right now would you like to take Brilliant. one because people take, with guns yeah. people with guns go first so cool. lucius um go ahead and give me a uh dex plus firearms roll and let me so know who you're me. firing at so the, I are, yeah i'm gonna fire at the um the nosferatu is the one that's closest right yeah he's up on the roof of the van yeah i'm gonna ooh, is that a good idea no, I'm going to fire straight down the line. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fire at the, um, at the plague doctor. Oh, okay, great. Um, excellent. Uh, go ahead and make that roll. Two successes. Okay, great. So um, I think your gun adds plus two to the damage. Um, she is not dodging, but um, boom, you hit her with like a shot from your thirty-eight. Uh, and you hear a voice go, don't fire any guns, you idiot. Uh, and uh, she's moving toward you. Um, and uh, it, it's just like the, the shot hit her. And then she said that and started moving toward you, like with those blades, like drawn. And um, <sighs> let's go. Let's go to our next player. So Claire is inside. Fauna is moving in. Curtis, but do you have a gun? Mm -hmm. You want to use it? Who are you using it against? Yeah, um, I'll I'll try to go for I'll try to go for Spider Man. Okay, great. <laughs> go for Spider Man. Eat lead, Spider Man. <laughs> God, dang, messy critical man. Oh, holy shit! Oh. So, Curtis, what you do is you uh, don't you don't have to just. This guy was an idiot to like jump down and be all dramatic like that because you basically <laughs> run up to him and you f fucking get the gun under and you blow you blow his face off. Um, <laughs> now he's yeah. a, he's a full kindred, so you know he that doesn't like that's superficial damage. But how much is it? Rudd, uh, did you roll your skill and tell me how many successes you got? I got. That was a. I don't really know how this works. One, two, three, four, five, six. I rolled seven dice, but I got ten successes. Oh, it was a messy critical, isn't that yeah, right? Right. Okay, so your messy critical. I'm gonna rule that he's gonna half that into five, but that's not good for him because 
he's going to be healing for a, a couple of rounds. <laughs> he landed and you went, oh, boom. <laughs> and he goes like flying off of it. So he's going to be trying to heal himself for a couple rounds. Um, He's basically like been blasted off the top of uh, the van. Uh, and now we come to Jen Brown. Jen Brown, uh, a wits plus awareness roll. The Jen Brown special. Um, okay. And my hunger, is it two? Is that what you said? Or, or zero? Um, it's at, uh, I think we said two. Okay. One success. Okay. Jen Brown, there is someone back behind all of the guys with riot batons. And you just see the glow of like a smartphone for a second. And they're standing at the opening of the alley, like looking in either direction. And they're, they're like talking to someone on their phone. Um, okay, can I say Curtis? And I like kind of motion to that guy. Okay, I clock that. Okay, I reinforcements um, coming. Now the people that haven't been taken out get to do uh, their bad business, right? Um, so uh, here they come. The guys with riot batons uh, come around the side of the van. Curtis, you're the closest one. They're coming for you. Here they come. Um, come on, you pricks. Okay. Uh, the first one gets uh, two successes, but he'd do plus two damage with this, and it is superficial, so you'd take two superficial damage. Mm -hmm. The next one comes. Now, remember, you can rouse the blood to heal damage on a one-for-one -one basis, and you can do that every round, Curtis. Does that rouse count as, like, an action? Like, could I, like... It doesn't. So and... you can literally rouse your blood, heal a health level of superficial damage, and do something. Because it's like right. your vampiric body just kind of doing it on its own, right? Cool. Here comes the next guy. He's also uh, laying into Curtis with a riot baton. And this guy gets uh, one success plus two damage. That's three more superficial damage, so one superficial damage. And then the last guy is coming for Lucius Ali. He swings his riot baton. He does. Oh, he did well. He did uh, three plus two. He's got five superficial damage coming at you, but vampires half it. So we're going to give you two superficial damage. Uh, Lucius so Ali. Off my health, right? Um, uh, you're going to. Uh, yeah, you are going to fill in uh, that many off of your health. That's right. Okay, cool. But remember that your health is a... Yeah, you have a six health. Yeah. So you now have... Uh, cool. uh, four. Four of those are, are covered by bashing damage or superficial damage that you can heal if you'd like. Um, mm. uh, using your... But, you know, it makes you hungrier. That's the only side effect of that. Mm. So now our, uh, our dangerous uh, person in, uh, like, the Strange Plague Mask moves forward... And, uh, geez, boy, who does she, uh, what does she do? Mm -hmm. Um, okay, I'll tell you what she does. Uh, she says, stand down, stop firing, and face the Archon's justice, or you will all be decapitated. Hmm. And then she, uh, like uh, throws uh, her uh, knives around in a very impressive way, and she is going to roll. Can I say um, something to her, or is that out of turn? Certainly, you may. You certainly may. Um, Talking is a free action. Because I'm suspicious. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say like, um, can Maria letting you use technology now? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, 
And she says, there are a lot of new rules, Jen Brown. Um, and then uh, she uh, now stand down. And she uses a presence power on everybody. Um, yep. Oh, let's see how she does. Actually, she'll she'll aim it mainly at Jen Brown now, but let's see how she does. So she's got a yeah. She gets a lot of dice for this. Okay. So she does. Oh, look at that! A messy critical. Um, oh, yo, 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 yo! She says, "Stand down!" Uh, but you guys get to resist, so everybody can roll a uh, composure plus intelligence roll to try to resist this. And I've got unswayable mind. That sounds fun. It is fun. So unswayable mind is going to make. You're going to be able to add all the dots you have in fortitude to this roll you're about to make. Okay. All right. I think that's all it does. Yeah. Just Plus one, yeah. fortitude and resisting coercion. Yeah. So, cool. um, and you need to beat her successes, everybody. And she got a messy critical. So I'm going to count the actual successes, though. So mm. let's see. Two, uh, three. She only got three successes, but two of them were, uh, Tens and they were on her hunger die. So, and okay. So, how many do I have? I have one plus. Uh, what plus what? Sorry, you're adding one to your. Um, I'm sorry. It is a composure plus composure. Uh, it's a yeah. composure plus fortitude plus your one in fortitude plus your resolve or no, your intelligence. Sorry, composure plus intelligence, and then add one die. Okay, fantastic. Oh, God, thank goodness. Seven successes. Okay, Lucius, uh, you're not even remotely interested in uh, this person's mind games. Uh, the other two, how'd you do? Three successes. One. One success. So, Jen Brown, like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But oh. maybe, we, you know, well, all this means is that, you know, this round, you kind of like, you kind of surrender. You kind of like walk toward her. Uh, and um, oh, I'm going to rule that that allows her to, like, get her knife around your, like, neck. Fuck. Um, um, It'd be really so now- funny if I died again. Oh, no. Poor Curtis. Um, you came let- all the way. <laughs> that was her turn. Riot Batons went. Our spider guy just uh, gets hungrier. Uh, but heals some uh, damage. Uh, and uh, Dylan and Thon are inside. Claire is inside. You guys suddenly hear the van like, no, 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 come on. Yeah. And like lights uh, pop on. Uh-huh. And you see Brad inside of it, like looking at you, uh, Curtis, like what now? Uh, but let's let's do a little bit of a scene before we get back into our turns. You then hear, um, you then hear um, uh, that voice, the person on the cell phone back in the mouth of the alleyway say uh archon they they heard the shots they're coming and you recognize that voice jen brown it's the voice of sabrina your touchstone who became a nosferatu ghoul all so many 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 months ago uh you had to make the deal to let them have her as a ghoul to save her life to save her from being destroyed and she is now working with them 
So she's like, uh, you know, monitoring whatever, monitoring the police band or something and like kind of doing overwatch for all of them. And she's yelling at the Archon. Uh, she's calling this person, the Archon, that they're coming, she says. She's saying the, to the person that has me. with Yes. Uh, and the Archon goes, shit. <sighs> all right. Um, let's see. Um, so she's, uh, she's thinking for a moment. What would everybody like to do? I have no idea what the fuck is going on. So I'm literally just like, um, um, oh, you know, I can give you a little bit of a role, uh, Lucius. Actually, not no role necessary. That voice behind that mask is very familiar to you. I mean, it's a little hazy because you were very drunk that night, but <gasps> you seem to recognize the person in this plague doctor mask who has Jen Brown with a knife to her throat. And she's thinking, right? She's thinking for a moment, yes. Can I go and quickly snatch off that mask or try and crack that mask? Yes, you can. Yeah. Uh, Cur- what, Curtis, what are you going to try to do? I was going to say I was going to try to take, like, just r- risk it and try to take a shot um, to, while she's distracted. But if he's leaping into the way, I'm like, um, maybe not. <laughs> Um, okay, great. I love that. Let's see how that all goes. And Jen Brown, um, you know, that was only a one-turn wait, effect. So can you I, can do something. Yes, go ahead, Curtis. I, this this will help influence my decision. The battlefield is like a- along the alleyway. Sabrina, Plague Doctor, uh, J- Jen, Lucius, me surrounded by Riot Boys. Yeah. Jen, yeah. Spider on top? Uh, spiders fallen off like he got his face blown off by you um i yeah okay i can i provide and if then if i can get a clean shot i'll take it if not i want to i want the van to just i want to like just nod at brad like ram us okay (laughs) um incredible so uh here we go first let's go with uh if you're gonna take a shot you you oh do i get an action sorry oh of course you do i'm sorry yeah no it's okay um, so she, but she has me like knife to throat. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I just recognized Sabrina's voice. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is cheating, but I feel like she's thinking, I feel like Jen's looking for an opening to wriggle free. Yeah. Is it possible that if Lucius come like that, I could sort of time it. If I see Lucius sort of leaping that I could, yoop, I think that dog. that's very possible. Um, I think that it's very possible. So um curtis if you are real are you i want i need to know are you holding on that shot or are you taking that shot um i feel like that's influenced by lucius come it seems lucius, like he's okay i got it lucius he's jumping a, into the way right yes he is lucius make a uh a, a brawl strength plus brawl roll um okay. jen brown make a dexterity plus athletics roll with uh I, i'm gonna we're gonna see what lucius's successes are and that's gonna add to you know the number of dice you can roll okay Three successes, baby. Okay, great. Uh, Jen great. Brown, go ahead and take a plus two to your role. Oh, uh, thank God. Yes. My, um, my athletics and dexterity are shit. So let's resolve this, and then we'll see what Curtis does. Plus two, right, you said? Uh, that's right. Stamina, or no, dexterity plus athletics. Okay. Yep. Two successes. Great. So Lucius jumps forward and grabs the mask and rips it off. Jen Brown uses that moment to kind of slide out of the Archon's like grip where uh, she had her in a grip. And you are looking at the uh, 
beautiful face of Isabel Collins. Um, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> your sire, whom, whom uh, sire, who you've been following for like literally years. And she's like, hello, Lucius. Um, and then um, uh, Curtis, what did you say you were going to do? I'm just like, I, I turn to uh, Brad. I'm just like, floor it. Okay, great. Um, so uh, you're, you are, so, okay. So let's see, let's see how and we do I would like, I, I basically want to fall, like trust fall backwards onto the ground and let this van go over me as it creams the, uh, the uh, riot, riot baton guys. <laughs> amazing. Um, also uh, amazing that your sire is the fucking vampire executioner. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. So this van comes smashing in to uh, our friends, the riot, riot cop guys, and uh, that's going to kind of knock them to the ground. Let me let me make sure. But like, okay. If they can't beat Brad's successes on on a drive roll, I think that they're gonna, yeah. Okay, one of them got out of the way, but the others are uh, a smash to the ground. Uh, he's kind of pinned against the wall, though, right now. And uh, what I would like to uh, have happen is, uh, let's see. Um, so now it's we go to the other people's turn, uh, and our Archon is going to look into Lucius's eyes. She hasn't been hit by the, uh, by the uh, van, so she looks into Lucius's eyes, and she says, Physician, heal thyself. And when she says that, uh, Lucius, suddenly you realize that she has planted some sort of hypnotic suggestion in you. Because all of a sudden you're completely (laughs) paralyzed. Like you can't move at all. Um, And uh, she, um, God, uh, that's all she can do. I think that she says that. And uh, you can make a willpower roll every round to try to break free you need four successes to do that lucius but mm. right now like she has she had prepared this phrase using submerged directive physician uh. heal thyself so lucius is like oh, and he can't do anything uh and uh let's see i think that she is that's her turn uh the riot guy that hasn't fallen yet is going to uh, he's going to kind of back away. I think we're moving to the end of our combat here, unless uh, Jen Brown or Curtis. What, what, what does everybody want to do this round? I know that Lucius is going to try to escape this paralysis. Do um, does it look like the are they fleeing? Um, they it looks gonna... like they, you know, whatever. Who Sabrina, whatever she told them, they're very afraid. And the mm-hmm. riot guy, for his action, he's just heading back the way he came, like around the side of the van, like out of there. And they hate gunshot. Basically, it's Curtis thinks that like the authorities who are burning up that building are on their way here because they're attracted by gunshots. Hey, um, and that's, uh, that's a that's a conclusion you could make. And um, if they're afraid of that, there might obviously that's a threat to everybody. But if that's if it's a greater chance of them retreating, then maybe we could also beat a retreat as well. Um, so I think I'm I've fallen under the under the van. Yeah, yeah. You're underneath the van right now. I think if I could roll over and with another like shell in the chamber, take a shot at just bang, another shot at her like kneecap. Ooh, okay. And uh, Jen Brown, what do you want to do uh, now that you've escaped uh, this this woman? 
Where am I in? So I just wriggled free, but where am I in relationship to her and Lucius? I, I think the grill of the van is now like right behind you, like where uh-huh. it was a ways back before. And so you are like literally here. at the feet of where Lucius is like, par- you're like right behind Lucius where he's like paralyzed. And she's like actually coming forward and like caressing his face now. Uh, and she's speaking oh. to him. She's like, you are mine, my child. So her knife oh, is by her side. Um, is it is. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna try to grab it and like stab her with it. Okay. Like take, um, grab her hands and go like. Ugh. Okay, great. I love it. Um, so uh, why don't you give me first that shotgun roll, uh, Mister uh, Mister Curtis Krieger, and I think I'm gonna take off uh, two die because you have to like roll out from under and oh. fire. In that so, case, uh, I'll that. Get- that gets my two successes down to no successes. So I might use a willpower to. Good idea. So uh, this is important, Abu. Anytime mm. you fail, you can reroll any dice that are not hunger dice by spending a willpower. Okay. Um. Uh. Yes. And the chat will remind us of that oh, a lot because we oh. forget it sometimes or we used to. Um. Go ahead. Um, how'd you do, Curtis? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I two two successes. Okay, so um, here's what happens. Uh, uh, the Archon Isabel is like caressing uh, caressing Lucius's face, and she's like, "There, you are my child. I have searched for you. I I never meant to lose you." And then all of a sudden, boom! Like a shotgun blast goes into her feet. Okay, and. Jen Brown, what are you doing? Give me a uh, dexterity plus melee roll. I don't have any melee. This will be interesting then. <laughs> I was hoping. I don't know why. I thought here's what I'll. Here's what I'll do. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you plus two dice, and the reason is this shotgun blast has knocked her off her feet, so she basically falls in front of you, where you can grab the knife and try to stab it into her. Just to cl- just to make absolutely sure. It has to be a wooden stake, right? It's it not just does. the fact that, like, if I stab her in the heart. Okay, well, mm-hmm. let's see what happens. Two successes. Okay, so um, uh, she, like, basically shrugged off that shotgun blast, but it did, like, knock her off her feet, the force of it. Um, and uh, But, like, it's like it didn't do very much damage to her. But this knife goes in, and you see some blood pull out, Jen Brown. Um, Could I knife... have... Um, I'm trying to think. Could I have, like... When it's gone into her eye or something oh. that would like debilitate her a little bit more. Not with two successes. Not with two. That's her. Not okay. with two. I think that she was like belly down uh, on the pavement and you took a knife and you just like stabbed it into her back. So now, uh, you know, you guys have a little bit of the upper hand here. Um, but I'm going to tell you that suddenly lights are starting to fill the sky and fill like the alley, like big searchlights. Are what we out of combat, do? technically? Oh, uh, let's have Lucius roll to kind of break that paralysis. He's still in it. Yeah, so I roll with my willpower, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So I roll seven. I got five successes. Okay, yeah, you did well. So, I mean, I mean, it probably helps also that she's been brought down. But, like, suddenly you're, like, free of that paralysis, and we are out of combat for now. What would you like to do? We got to get out of here. Oh my god, I'm 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 incensed, but I I can see the panic, and I see her face, and I remember her face, and I'm just I 
I, 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 I grab Jen and I go, we got to, we just run. Let's just fucking get out. Okay. Um, can I, is it fair that maybe when I went into torpor that I had booze on me? Um, I think that, uh, like I have a flask on me. I don't think that you have it, but I will say this, Jen Brown, we need to remember this about our friend, Jen Brown. She can attempt things. So, so Jen Brown's thing is as a thin blood, she has to mix alcohol with blood to kind of do some of her powers, but she could attempt it without it. Like, okay. I don't think there was a flask on you in there, but I can, I can allow you to attempt something without it. It might be tougher depending on what you're trying. I, what I'm trying to do is as I'm being dragged away by Lucius, I'm trying, I'm going to scream. I'm going to try to compel Sabrina. So I'm going to try to scream, Sabrina, come to me. Like trying to get her to like run to me and it's probably not going to work, but we'll see. Great. Um, I think, I mean, that's such an emotional, this is your best friend who you thought was lost. You awaken, you see her again. You don't, this isn't going to be harder. You, you, you know, thin bloods have access to a little bit of, of, uh, by the way, Oh geez, what kind of blood did you just drink from Lucius? That's going to affect this too. Oh, right. right let me think. Jared, yeah. man, I can't believe you threw that at me in my first session, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh my lord! <laughs> I mean, of course, building it and then you throw it. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> what you put on your sheet, right? You wanted it to happen, right? Oh my god! Okay, um, Jen Brown, uh, go ahead and try your compel. Remember, a compel. Uh, you know, come to me now is a one round action that Sabrina could take, so it is a legal compel. You're going to roll your charisma plus dominate, which is one dot of dominate, Jen Brown. Wish I wasn't so hungry. Two successes. Okay, let's see how Sabrina does. Come on, Brina. Three successes. No! And she says, fuck you, Jen. Oh, oof. Yeah, I know. Harsh words. <laughs> uh, maybe not the most uh, witty rejoinder, but... It is what she says. And then she kind of like heads out, like heads around the corner, like back out of the alley where she was kind of waiting at the mouth of the alley. Like she takes off. Um, and so, uh, yes, sir. Curtis, did you have a question? Is there a, uh, um, Jen, maybe Jen is the closest person who's been shacked up here, even though she was in torpor for most of it. Um, like, is there any other, is there an exit through the basement? Is there a, is there a, is there, is there a basement? Is there any access anywhere? Jen would not know because she's been in torpor the entire time. You'll have to ask Fauna, Dylan, or Circe, who are in theory inside the building right now. All right, I duck. I du I, I, I I put put my head in and I'm like, this building's no longer safe. They're coming to burn it down. We've got to get out. Um, they go uh, out the back, out the back, and they start like running like back like to this like little area where you can push the curtains back around the where the old movie screen is and it, it just, leads back into kind of like a brick utility area where there's a door that leads into this like little like utility corridor and then you can see where there's another door that leads into that cigar shop on the other side i just um, went to uh brad and and uh, craig to get out and like at this point they've, they've seen the van so many times it's like Welcome to our first abandoned vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you told Brad to get out. Uh, or I'm telling him now. Uh, uh, okay. Um, I had you all the way into the theater at that point. Oh, okay. We, okay. So I think that um, I'll allow it, but you have to give me a roll. 
Um, okay. If you want, if you, so let's see if you had the intelligence plus leadership to tell Brad to abandon the van before you guys started rolling, running. Uh, two successes. That's enough. Okay. Um, you guys have abandoned the van. The whole crew is now moving into this like cigar shop. And when you get into the cigar shop, you see like, like uh police cars going by and these big trucks that like uh clearly have like these guys in like hazmat suits hanging off the side and they're all going around the block to uh the front of the theater and so now we are going to do uh, an escape into the night this is our final roll uh everybody needs to roll to escape this place that's teeming with inquisition uh agents and uh the people that fail it are going to well our next session will start in a very very scary place if they fail it okay uh, this place is teeming with the inquisition agents so i want a stealth well you can you can pick your own approach but it, default would be a uh a wits plus stealth to uh to uh escape this area without them catching you um but if you have a different pitch you want to give me that's fine can I use a wits plus streetwise? I will allow that. That's a good idea. You know the alleyways and like the the buildings around here. That works. Looked around here before. Could I use intelligence plus subterfuge or persuasion or manipulation or something like that, where I can maybe try to, you know, how like in a video game where you have like a bottle and you throw it to make people think that they're in a you're in a different part of the map than you Ooh. are. I want to do something like that. <laughs> I love that, Jen Brown. Uh, right. That's really interesting. Yes, you can use uh, your intelligence plus uh, subterfuge to try that little trick. Great. Uh, and um, Clara is like, Lucius, what are we doing? What are you going to do, Lucius? I'm just going to go stealth, like stealth and uh, wits and just keep keep low, keep, get, keep, keep grounded and just follow the crowd. Um, great. So uh, everybody roll. And I first want to hear from Lucius. How did it go? Oh, by the way, I, I said three successes, right? You must have three successes to escape this area. Five successes. I'm nice. on the roll today, man. I don't know what is happening. I'm loving this game. So like Lucius and Clara are used to like um, escaping from places where a bunch of people are angry at them. And so you guys have it like, you guys have it down to like this thing where she runs forward into like a a, a doorway and like nods at you, and then you run past her into a doorway and nod at her. And you guys have this beautiful like like uh, teamwork that you use to get out of there. Um, meanwhile, Curtis Krieger, how did your streetwise go? I mean, that was pretty impressive because I also got five successes. Yeah, my man. Okay, uh, so, just picture me and Ruby doing like the same thing. <laughs> 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 Well, I mean, I mean, you got Brad and uh, Craig like, kind of running guys. through too. Yeah, well, actually, let's see how. I don't think all of these people can just be kind of using your roles to get away. Let's see how yeah. they do it. That would be too nice of Jared. Mm -hmm. I know, right? Um, so, Curtis, um, you're sliding along no problem. Oh, fuck, dude. You're sliding along no problem. Uh, and you're, you know, your old army buddy, Craig, and your ghoul brat are like right behind you when all of a sudden this light comes up on them and you hear freeze 
put your weapons down. And then Could all I? of a sudden, these, yeah, uh, Jen Brown, is this when you pull your, your little scam? Yeah, because I got a messy critical. <gasps> okay. Um, you know, I wasn't going to allow it, but you got the messy critical. So um, Jen Brown and like Thana uh, and Cersei Dylan, like they, they don't just throw a bottle. They like overturn like a dumpster, like uh, on in some alleyway and then like disappear. And like, they're like over there, like all of a sudden all these guys like starting running in that direction. So um, let's see. Okay. Jen Brown, I think your little ruse just saved uh, Brad oh, Lockwood wow. and Craig. Nice uh, the whole group has to kind of split up, uh, but you do have uh, your cell phones uh, to kind of communicate with each other. Um, and uh, the last thing I'm going to tell you is we're going to leave the group tonight as they all scatter into the shadows like like cockroaches when the lights go on and the lights have gone on. I mean, what the fuck? This is Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but a helicopter came for like a couple of gunshots in an alley and it's like literally like scanning the streets. These like hazmat guys are like running back and forth and like from far away, like a little while later, you guys are like looking down the block and you just see fire start going up at the Squirrel Hill Theater. Um, people are purging the vampires of Pittsburgh. Um, and we'll find out uh, if you guys can survive another night next time. That's tonight's session. Oh. Yeah. Yay! Yay! That was um, you guys, oh, that was so fun. Um, I'm wow. not sleeping tonight. I'm not <laughs> sleeping tonight. I know. Yeah. I, I was so nice because like, I think it's... um. Three in the morning where he is. Uh, I don't know how time yeah. zones work. But... Yeah, it's twelve. It's midnight right now. But like, it's, yeah, it's like I'm like so pumped. I was like so ready to go to bed like two hours ago, and now I'm like <laughs> I'm so wide. Uh, yeah, you're just gonna stay up all night, being like, if I go down that road, I could probably Honestly. stop them before they grab Clara. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, amazing. Um. Well, this was so fun, guys. Um. So. Uh, I just very briefly before we say goodnight, uh, and I do want to send Abu off to uh, lay in bed with his eyes open. Um, <laughs> uh, there is a sire to hunt down and, and resolve your relationship with Abu. You know she's in the city and you know she is dangerous. Uh, and uh, there are some touchstones who are in trouble in various ways, uh, Curtis and Jen. Um, any thoughts or questions before I bid you good night? Well, I feel like I know who sent that text. Yep. Oh, yeah. Somebody with uh, grouper access. <laughs> yep. Your friend uh, Sabrina um, set a little trap for Curtis. And thus for all of y'all. Oh. And if uh, Sabrina uh, sent it, who do you think she's working for? I have theories. Mm -hmm. Yep. Somewhere off. In the in the wings, Miss mm. Sonia can't wait to get her fangs into God, these I three characters. So many questions. I was like, you know, buying into yeah. like some lady called Misery, and then everyone was like terrified of this, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just <laughs> trying to survive. Oh, it's so, amazing. 
Well, thank you for being uh for for just saying yes and and being awesome, Abu. <laughs> Let's have a digital hand for Abu and oh, and for our other two amazing players who I, are always you know, amazing. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this has been great. So I'm gonna say goodbye to my players. Good night, guys. Uh, sweet dreams. Till next time. It's been great playing with you guys. Thanks for listening. Keep up with our schedule and find out about all the cool things we have planned by following us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore stream of blood underscore. We're on Reddit at r forward slash stream of blood and join the stream of blood Facebook group. This podcast is produced by Andrew Struther, Brian Baldinger, and Clinton Trucks. I've been your storyteller, Jared Logan. And now your Pittsburgh fact, Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh opened the first robotics center in 1979. It has been infiltrated and co-opted by the technocracy. What's up, SOBs? Podcast producer Andrew here reminding you that you can catch Jared and the Stream of Blood crew live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Stereo app. Check out the link in the show notes or on any of our social media channels. You can download the Stereo app from the App Store or Google Play Store and follow us on there at Stream of Blood. We're so excited to be partnering with them to bring our fans and community even more awesome content. And with the Stereo app, you can even leave messages for us that we can listen to and play back on the stream. It's a great way to get involved and support the show. So hit the link in the show notes and we'll chat with you there soon.